The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show, and I'm going to get into some more emails and the death of everything stuff here in a second. I want I need to do a couple things first. I have a couple more things about equality. The question was about equality. Why why did that why did that get ingrained in us? Because it's being used now to wreck us. And I was talking about how the communist starts small and it sounds appealing and he gets his foot in the door. And I have a couple other examples I want to use for that. But there is something else I want to do tonight. I thought about waiting on it till we had names and details, but I don't see any need. Uh, in case you didn't know, I'm not going to do any journalist Jesse stuff here for this. Uh, there's a, a helicopter. I think it was a Black Hawk, if I if I read it right. A Black Hawk helicopter in Alabama. It went down. It went down from a high height. It, 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 you can see video of it. It's not too close or gory, but it came down from a high height. They're all dead. Everyone on the Gila was dead. And I just want to make sure I clarify I don't have any idea what caused this helo crash. I don't, I, I'll find out. Someone will eventually slip it to me. But we don't have to assign anything to it. Sometimes helos just fall out of the sky, man. They just do. It's, it's, I hate them for a reason. Sometimes they do. And I know we have a bunch of helicopter pilots and stuff like that who listen. No offense, but your things fall out of the sky sometimes. And you can't glide to the ground when you do. It just turns into a stone um but back to what we're talking about 
I'm not assigning anything, any blame, or I don't know what the story is. I just wanted to remind everybody that military training can kill you. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous. People die every single year training. It has to be that dangerous. It has to be that way, or the training itself would never be effective. If you're going to train helicopter crews, they have to get in a helicopter, and they have to go in the air. Eventually, something's going to go wrong with one. They're going to go down. But these deaths, they never get, in my opinion, you long-time listeners to the show who will know this, uh, they never get the credit and attention they deserve. Those people who just died on that helicopter today, in my opinion, they are every bit the warrior of the guy who gave his life in Iraq or Afghanistan, Vietnam. Korea, World War II, they sacrificed everything in service to their country. They gave it all. It's not sexy. It's not something they make movies about. So we forget about it. We say a quick prayer. We move on. But those people who died today, those are heroes who gave their life for their country. And I feel like they should be treated as such. I'm going to play them taps real quick, and then we'll get back to the issue. Rest in peace, warrior. All right. All right. All right. All right. Just, we had to, had to do that. Now, just a couple more things on the equality stuff thing and, and how the communist works on you and your values. One of the greatest examples of this, one of the great examples of this, is remember when the statues, St. George Floyd died, and they started tearing down statues? Where did they begin? Did they begin with that Teddy Roosevelt statue in New York City? Oh, it came down eventually, but... Did they start there? No, 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 no. Did they start with George Washington, Christopher Columbus? No, of course not. You know why they didn't? Because they eventually, as they proved, they want to tear all of them down. They all need to come down because the communist wants to burn everything in America to the ground. But they didn't start there. Why didn't they start there? Why not just come right up to you and say, I'm tearing down this statue of Teddy Roosevelt? Because you would say, no, that's insane. No, you can't. No, the answer is no. So where do they start? They knew that's what you'd say to Teddy. So where do they start? The Confederacy. Robert E. Lee. Stonewall Jackson. Anything to do with the Confederacy. But why? Is it because they genuinely care about the Civil War? Oh, they care about the Civil War and uh, American slavery. None of these people care about that. They'd go back in time and shoot every, one of, every single one of those slaves in the back of the head without a moment of hesitation if they thought it meant political power. So that's not why. So why? Why start with the Confederacy? Because they knew that's what you would be hesitant to defend. They knew 
That's the ultimate foot in the door. I'm going to take down this statue of Teddy Roosevelt. There's you saying, no, you won't. So instead they say, I'm going to take down this statue of Robert E. Lee. You're not one of these slavery defenders, are you? And all of a sudden there's you saying, well, no, I, I hate slavery. I, I actually have a bunch of black friends. No, uh, actually, no, go ahead and tear that down. No, you're right. But just that, guys, just that, nothing more, but just that one, they know. How'd, look, how's it work with illegal immigration? What does the communist want when it comes to illegal immigration? What does he want? You know this by now. If you're not naive, if, you, if you're grown up in acknowledging things, what does the communist want? The communist wants to flood the country with illegal immigrants to break America. It will shatter our systems, our hospital systems, our school systems. They, our system cannot withstand, no country can withstand millions and millions and millions of people just flooding into it. You can't, you, the nation won't survive. So that's what the communist wants. He wants them all to come in and break the country in two. But he can't tell you that. So instead, what does he do to work on you? How does he work on you when it comes to illegal immigration? Well, he's an anti-human, so he doesn't have these feelings. But you, you're a human being with a heart, with a heart for others. What about the kids? Works every time, doesn't it? No, no, no. You want to deport these people? What about the kids? Oh, here's little Julian. Look, look at Julian. Man, he's so cute. You want to deport these kids? And that's how he gets you. Because immediately you start thinking about the children. What? No, I'm not the type of person. No, I love kids. I, I shoot. I would never want. Okay, the, uh, uh, the, the kids can stay. J- just the kids, though. Okay, so you want to separate a child from his mother? Well, no, I, uh, no, I would never. Um, all right, mom can stay too. Mom, you can stay. Oh, okay. And that's eventually how you have a country full of 30 million illegal immigrants who don't belong here. Why? Because the communists didn't ever go to you and tell you, I want to fill up the country with illegal a- alien criminals who will drive drunk, murder, and rape everyone they get their hands on. No, that would never work. That is what he wants in the end, but that's not what he, that's not what he was sold to you. He sold to you the kids, man. It's about the kids. Don't you just want the kids? It's just the kids. Do you hate kids? That's how they get you over and over and over again. Now, I was bringing up uh, the death of everything. And we've been talking a lot about this, the death of everything, how a focus on things that don't matter, diversity and equity and things like that, things that don't bring any tangible value, how it will slowly kill Every single part of society, as you fill up society with people who lack the qualifications to do what they're meant to do because you picked them for other reasons, everything will eventually die. You know that near miss that we talked about yesterday or the day before in Hawaii where that United Airlines plane got within 800 feet of splashing down in the water? Everyone on the plane, gone. Enjoy that vacation. You know... New people up in the cockpit. It's leaking out now. Pilots are saying they're graduating people from pilot school that have no business ever being in a cockpit at all because they're focusing now. Well, we can't have any white guys here. We need more women. Definitely more women. Well, not just women, black women. Up, oh, where are the black gays? Do we have any trannies? Do we, whatever they can focus on. And so you're seeing the death of everything. How's that work? Well, Headline, New Jersey teen is accepted to Stanford. Well, that's great news, right? After all, 
big prestigious university like Stanford and this New Jersey team, you know when he graduates from Stanford one day, you know that prestigious corporations in whatever field he's in, they'll be after him because he went for Stanford. You know, what if he goes to Stanford Law? Stanford Law and then graduates Stanford Law. And think about that. You go right from Stanford Law to some major law firm out there. And then maybe you go right from that law firm. Maybe you go become a judge. Maybe one day this New Jersey team will sit on the Supreme Court and and make rulings that will affect the whole United States of America. So knowing that, what did he do to get into Stanford? I think you'll find that to be quite interesting in just a moment. Before that, how's your new MyPillow 2.0? Now maybe, I I realize how it goes when you find out about a new product that's incredible. Maybe you're thinking, Jesse, I'll just wait a week. Jesse, I'm going to hold off on that. And that's fine. I don't want you to hurry out and get your MyPillow 2.0. I really don't want you to hurry because I got my MyPillow 2.0 buy one, get one free because they just came out and right now they're buy one, get one free. Remember the 2.0 has the temperature regulating thread. I actually don't want you to get them just yet because I want if you wait long enough, the sale is going to go away and you'll end up paying full price for both your MyPillow 2.0s and that will allow me the ability to rub it in your face that I got it, buy one, get one free. So don't go to MyPillow.com promo code JESSE. Hold off for just another week or so, and then the sale will be gone. MyPillow.com promo code JESSE. Don't go there now. Missed out? Catch up. JesseKellyShow.com It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Chris, what is the name of that band? Soul Destroyer or something? Soul something? Oh, Collective Soul. I was I almost had it. I was on look, I was I was right there. Just give me another second. I would have figured it out. I knew it had something to do. Soul Destroyer. What? <laughs> All right, quick. Back to this New Jersey team because we have huge fish to fry out there. We have to get to the old email roundup. I've talked about the New Jersey team that just got into Stanford. It's going to end up being a judge one day, presiding over a critical case for you. So how did he get into Stanford? Along the lines of the death of everything? He had to write an essay for school, and he wrote, Black Lives Matter, a hundred times. Stanford accepted him because of it. The death of everything. Our elite universities. Our elite universities. And I have to get to this one. And then I swear I'm just going to focus on the emails. Do you remember? Do you remember the Clinton Foundation? I'm sure it probably still exists in one way or another. But remember what the controversy was? And it was just, I mean, I tell you, a part of me misses the Clintons because they were so filthy. They were so dirty and so just openly dirty. Just run of the mill, just a dirtball corruption family. Hillary Clinton gets to be Secretary of State. Obviously a deal she cut for with Barack Obama to give him some favors and whatnot. So she gets to be Secretary of State. Now, you know, Secretary of State, their job is to essentially be the leading voice, the main ambassador for the United States of America around the world. You bounce around the world as Secretary of State and you deal with heads of state all the time. You essentially are speaking for the president. It is a big deal. You could probably make the argument 
you could probably make the argument Secretary of State is more prestigious than Vice President. Like if you had to pick one to put on your resume, you'd probably want Secretary of State. So she gets to be Secretary of State and she has all this power that comes with being Secretary of State. You are the head of the State Department. And all of a sudden, as head of State Department, as somebody with a huge say in American policy, in American dollars, these huge donations begin pouring into the Clinton Foundation from foreign countries we're dealing with. It was just the most naked, brazen corruption in the world. And everyone's looking and saying, wait, what? Hold on. Because these organizations also have to disclose. These quote, nonprofits have to disclose. Um, <clears throat> where'd you spend your money? You took in all this money. What'd you spend it on? And the Clintons never had any good receipts for where they spent their money. It was just, oh, that was... Uh, all the money went to events and stuff like that. It just became this huge bribe or open bribery scheme that was right out in front of us. Well, it's funny because that's pretty much how politicians do it. Now, they're not always brazen as the Clintons. Normally, it's quieter. Remember the Joe Biden cancer research, research stuff? Do you remember it? Joe Biden, he started this nonprofit cancer play. We're going to cure cancer. And... It takes in millions of dollars. And who do they employ? We got to have some people. Got to bring some people in to, to run the organization. So it's all Joe Biden's friends and co-workers who he hires. And I don't mean hires as in, hey, your office manager, congratulations. You're making $25,000 a year. I'm talking three, four, five dollars $500,000 a year jobs to his friends. Again, for this nonprofit. We're going to beat cancer. And in the end... Millions brought in. Not a dime went to cancer research. It all just kind of disappeared amongst his friends. This is how it works. And this is how it works when you have a country that has sold you out. When you have leaders who have sold you out. This is from Breitbart. I want to make sure they get credit exclusive. Secret China donations to the University of Delaware soared. When did they soar? After the opening of the Biden Institute. Now let's think about this for a moment. The Biden Institute. That's kind of a weird thing, isn't it? Before he was vice president. I mean, shoot, during the time he was vice president, Joe Biden, let's be honest, has always been kind of a punchline in politics. I realize he's a United States senator, but he has an entire career of saying really stupid things because he's a moron. So why would a university ever even have a Biden Institute? Who gains what? I don't understand it's not like parents even democrat parents in delaware are telling little johnny i want you to be just like joe one day that's just not realistic so why a biden institute well money laundering out in the open oftentimes legal money laundering no the university tells joe of course no 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 we, we want to uh, partner with you to start a biden institute after all you're a united states senator in fact we'd love you to come teach a class you know what, Joe? How's half a million a year sound? How's a million a year sound? Teach a class here at the Biden Institute. But what does the university get out of that? Well, you get the favor of a United States senator and any <clears throat> foreign ties the United States senator may have who may want to contribute in any indirect way to his success. They may make sure your university takes in some money. 
Disgusting, isn't it? Gross, corrupt. Oh, of course. But it, it's also how things work now. Crazy. All right. We, have, we still have to do the email thing. And uh, some brutal news out of the FTC. Golly, that sucks. Before we get to that, are you prepared? For what? For Jesse, for what? Man, I wish I knew the answer. The truth is, I don't know. Are you prepared for a Great Depression? Are you prepared for attacks on us? No, I'm not talking about military divisions. Are you prepared for cyber attacks that shut down power, shut down water, shut down sewer, shut down necessary parts of our society? Have you made preparations to live in a society that is different than the one you and I are currently luxuriating in? Part of making preparations is making sure you have emergency food for everyone who lives in your home. My Patriot Supply has made this process easy. All you have to do is go to MyPatriotSupply.com and boom, there's an emergency three-month food kit ready to go. Every person in your home needs three months worth of food. Everyone needs a three-month food kit. Right now, they're $200 off. Oh, and by the way, it ships anonymously and you need to keep it anonymous. When you get it, Keep it quiet, all right? MyPatriotSupply.com. It's email time. Next. The time has come to be gone. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. We have flipped the email pile over now, and we're about to churn and burn through some old emails. Yes, we are going to churn and burn, Chris. I know I said that earlier and ended up going a little. I haven't done four. I've done a lot more than four, Chris. No, it's been like 44. Anyway, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Unless you want to listen to Biden instead. You see, Joey, your job is about a lot more than a paycheck. It's about your dignity. It's about respect. It's about being able to look your kid in the eye and say, honey, it's going to be okay and mean it. And he meant it. Because of you, my economy is working. It's a stark contrast to our Republican friends who are doubling down on the same failed politics of the past. Yeah, nobody can afford a dozen eggs, Joe. No, nobody's, nobody. Anyway, Jess, oh, great oracle. I think you sell yourself short with how much of an impact you make. I know truckers are important to society, but you have absolutely made an impact on the culture. We need more people like you to speak out against the communists. I personally am working on ways I can make a better impact on my local community thanks to you. Anyway, what's better? Orange juice, apple juice, grape juice. Thank you for all you do. I'm an orange juice freak. I am such an orange juice freak that it's actually created tensions within the Kelly household, and this is what I mean. I, You know that I have impulse control problems. I've told you that. Shut up, Chris. I've told you this before. This may be shocking to you new listeners, but I have impulse control problems. I do. When I like something, I consume it, and I overconsume it to the point where I hate it. I do this actually with music. I'm one of these horrible people, and I wish I wasn't this way. If I hear a new song I like, I won't download the song and listen to it now and then. Nice, it's on my playlist. I'll download it and listen to it 25 times in a row until I hate it so much I never want to listen to it again. This is a terrible way to be, but nevertheless, this is how I am. I live and die for orange juice. Now, I drink water all day long because it's healthier for me. It makes me feel better. But if I get within 10 feet of orange juice, I'm drinking some to the point where we would put it on the grocery list, me and the boys, because the boys love grocery, or love orange juice too. And the wife would get us some orange juice, but orange juice is really expensive, right? Orange juice is expensive. So she would get us some orange juice and she would bring it home and I would tear through the orange juice so fast. 
Oh, two days, Chris. Yeah, two days is not an exaggeration. Two, three days, the orange juice is gone. And soon she's ranting and raving at the kids from the kitchen. Kids, boys, I just bought this orange juice. I just told you about this. And I'm sitting over there on the side thinking, man, that was totally me. But eventually I do the right thing and I stand up and say, I'm tired of it too, boys. Quit drinking all the orange juice. And by now they're laughing hysterically because they know exactly who drank all the orange juice. And now she does too. And then I get the, are you kidding me, Jess? Kind of a thing. Anyway. I want to have orange juice. If, if people ask me what I would do, like we were talking about the other day, if you got a billion dollars, if you got super rich, I know it sounds really stupid. I know it does. And I know it sounds juvenile. I would have like an orange juice tap in my house. I would have fresh, cold orange juice all the time. And I would just be chugging orange juice 24 hours a day. Just a total junkie. And whatever negative side effects you can get from too much vitamin C, I don't know. I would have them all. I would probably walk into the studio and my eyeballs would be bleeding or something. But it would still be worth it. You know what I'd do if that happened? Still drink more orange juice. Hey, retreating hairline jarhead. That's not nice. All right. That's not very nice. The feminists who are all yelling at me from my Tucker clip last night. And I mean, the feminists are so irate with me. I've made feminists angry many, many times. This is probably the angriest I've ever made them. In case you missed it, here it was. Jesse, does narcissism, does living for yourself, when it's always about you, is that the road to joy and fulfillment? I wonder. You know, I, I wonder why you called me a wise man, Tucker, because I'm actually very stupid. You see, when I was a kid, <laughs> I thought I was wise. I thought I was very intelligent. I did. And you know why I thought that, Tucker? Because I had a mom who loved me. And she was always, Jesse, you're the smartest. And Jesse, you're the best. And then one day, I'm 18 years old, and I got a 0.0 grade point average in college. I'm not making that up. And I realized... You're not actually smart. Everything you've been told is a lie, Jesse. You're actually quite stupid, and you're going to have to deal with that. That's <laughs> what you see women like Chelsea Handler, feminists like Chelsea Handler, going with now. They've been lied to by their society forever, yeah. that you could be a girl boss, and you can do anything a man can do, which everyone who's ever seen a woman back up a vehicle knows that's not true. But either way, they've been told that they should do career and don't, uh, don't do a family or anything like that. And soon you're Chelsea Handler. Soon it's Valentine's Day, and you're womb resembles a dried up tumbleweed blowing down an old western town and your valentine's day date for the 10th year in a row is a 10 year old copy of magic mike and a half full bottle of xanax and you're trying to pretend like you're happy but you're not happy and it's actually not her fault she's been lied to by a country that I has lost its way the feminists are very upset with me and so today our email inbox has been full of angry feminists and we've enjoyed the emails. Don't get me wrong. Hey, feminists uh, and fans of the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. If you feminists want to put away, just hey, hey, up, 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 up. Put the cat litter down. Put the cat litter down. You don't need to take a drive in that Subaru just yet. You can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, and let me know exactly what you think about me. All right? Look, sit there in your moo-moo and type me an email. It's fine. But I'll tell you one thing they've said that has hurt a lot. They keep referencing my hairline, Chris. It's hurtful. Look, it's hurtful to be 41 and have the hair just going away like this. It's, it's awful. It's just an awful thing. But I've already decided, as I've discussed before, I'm going to become hat guy. I'm going to be a great hat guy. And various masks, like samurai masks. What hat, Chris? All the hats. I might go top hat. I'll do whatever I feel like. Anyway, the guy says... It occurred to me that we, that we don't really have a truly representative government anymore. The way they've jury-rigged the system in logic-free D.C. 
we can only vote for our loser senator or congress critter. But what about the all, all the other losers there that stand in the way of any useful agenda? We can't cast a vote for the likes of Mitch, Madon- Mitch McConnell and so on and so forth. Uh, well, correct. This is why I try to tell people, well, one of the reasons I try to tell people to focus on local. Local, local, local. Do you, do you know how many people turned out for your last local election? I'm not talking about the one where the president's on the ballot, but the local prop. Do we raise the property taxes? Do we do this? The local city council race, board of supervisors. You understand how much power you and your friends actually have? Jesse, I feel powerless. Jesse, I can't do anything. Do you think, let me ask you something. I'm honestly asking. Do you think if you dug in on your phone, I'm not even talking about getting out and knocking on doors. Maybe you're too uncomfortable. If you dug in on your phone, social media, emails, text messaging, phone calls, do you think you could get 50 people to be somewhere a month from now if you wanted them to be? 50, five, zero. I bet you could. Do you have any idea how significant it is if you were to get 50 people to come to the polls with you and vote in your next local election? Shoot, you can do a little do a neighborhood thing. Do make a neighborhood party out of it. Hey, we're all meeting down there at 6, and then we're going to Red Lobster for a beer after it's done. Whatever the case. 50, organizing 50 people in the age of the cell phone, in the age of social media, is nothing. 50 people in a local election can be everything. It can be the difference in winning and losing. Forget about Mitch McConnell, unless you're in Kentucky. If that's the case, find a good primary candidate and actually show up for the primary election and vote him out. But forget about Mitch McConnell. Worry about your local city council, your school board, your county board of supervisors, your sheriff. Let's not ignore these sheriff positions. There's a good chance there are sheriffs in this country that are the only thing that are standing between you and the FBI in the future as they come for your guns and come for your church and come for everything else. Local, you have power. Can you get Kevin McCarthy out? Of course not. You're just you. I'm just me. We don't have that kind of juice. I bet you I could get 50 people, though. I bet you, even if I didn't have a show, if I was back selling RVs, bet you I could get 50 people in my neighborhood to show up someplace for a beer at Red Lobster after we vote. So can you. Local, organize. Local, and then, oh, no, you know, here's what you do. You do that. We're all going to meet and vote. And then what you do is you have a neighborhood Mantis X tournament because the Mantis X system attaches to your weapon and you dry fire practice either in the comfort of your home or your backyard. And since there's no rounds fired, you, all your neighbors, and they're keeping score on everything, you all go through the same drills and you have a neighborhood competition to see who wins. Winner gets a six-pack and a $20 gift card to Red Lobster. That's a great idea. Go to mantisx.com and get one today. Mantisx.com. The Marines use it. Army uses it. Green Berets use it. You want to use what the pros use? They use Mantisx. Would be nice to shoot like a Green Beret, huh? Well, he practices with Mantisx. Go to mantisx.com and get yours today. couple more emails, then headlines. Next. You're listening to the Oracle. You love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show. 
It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show. We're going to be right back tomorrow. Don't worry. I do have a little bit of bad news about next week, and it's only half my fault. Well, that's probably not true. It's about 90% my fault. Okay, here's what's happening. Okay. I'm going to be gone next Thursday and Friday. All right. I'm going to shut up, Michael. I'm going to be gone next Thursday and Friday. I would love to tell you it's all business. It's kind of business. It's more of a trip with my sons and my father, a little mini trip out there. I like to do these as often as humanly possible. I am a father before I am a radio host, and my boys are 12 and 14, and I just don't have them for that much longer. And so whenever I can, I do stuff with them, and that's what I'm doing. I I said it's only 90% my fault because while I'm there, I'm a place where the freaking suits are. And so, of course, I have to go to meetings and stuff like that with the suits. And, oh, yes, it's Jesse. You're the best. Although that's probably not specifically what they'll say. That's how I'll interpret everything. So I do have to have some suit meetings and stuff like that. Maybe I'll mooch a free meal. You never know. But I'll be gone Thursday and Friday of next week. Don't worry. But I'll be here tomorrow. All right? Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Also, I need uh, something from you really quickly. I need $15,000. Now, I know what you're saying. Jesse, that's a lot of money. Jesse, that sucks. That's fine. But here, I need $15,000, and this is why I need it. You know preborn? You know preborn? They're the ones that go into the uh, uh, heavy abortion neighborhoods, and they start pro-life centers, and they give out free ultrasounds to these women who are seeking out abortions. Woman goes in, hears the heartbeat, the overwhelming majority of the time when she hears it, she chooses life. And then preborn, they come alongside her. Two years of care, whatever she needs. Diapers, formula, substance abuse, whatever she needs. Well, the ultrasound costs $28. And that's good. I want you to give that if you can. The ultrasound machine costs $15,000. And since I'm a little bit short of that right now, I need one person in the audience to give preborn $15,000. So if you go to preborn.com slash Jesse Moneybags, if you could please give them $15,000. You don't have to tell them it's from me. I don't care about me. I don't, I don't care about that. Preborn.com slash Jesse and give. Uh, I get, Wait a minute. I guess if you go there, they'll know it was me. Never mind. I guess you're going to know it was me anyway. Preborn.com slash Jesse Moneybags. We need you. They, they, they need an ultrasound machine. It's tax deductible, man. Sponsored by Preborn. No, give what you can, honestly. If you can give $15, give $15. They're babies. All right, let's do this. And now... Here's a headline. Go, you know the the thing. Emails! We didn't get to. Dr. Jesse, maybe you wouldn't choke on your booze if you drank from a sippy cup. It can have an eagle globe and anchor so you don't look silly. That's not nice. Question... When will your bipartisan hottest women in Congress? When will you do your bipartisan hottest women in Congress? And will you do the poll on it? Uh, Okay, we've only done one. We do this on the show because we want to bring America together. What do we do? We do the Jesse Kelly Show bipartisan hottest women of Congress list where we come up with the top 10 hottest women in Congress And we grade them. Well, we don't grade them. That would be degrading. We rank them based on their looks. 
We did this once before. The champion was Lauren Boebert. We sent her a partially used Red Lobster gift card and a certificate. She is the current champion. But I know we have to redo this list every two years because there's always a new Congress. It is about time. The answer to your question, will there be a poll? No, there won't be a poll. I remember this. People will say things. They'll email into the show and they'll say, hey, Jesse, will you run for office? Hey, Jesse, run for president, run for Senate. Remember, I don't want to be your representative. I am not a man of the people. I don't want to be a senator. I don't want to be a president. I will only accept a position in this government if it is a position of dictator so I can do the things that need to be done. I can't have limits on my power. So when it comes to creating something critically important to the nation, like the hottest women in Congress list, I can't leave that up to anyone else. This will be 100% decided by me. Well, and Chris and Michael, we're doing some research. But this is only going to be decided by us. I, I cannot share powers as a dictator for, for the good of you, for the good of everyone. I need to be in total control. Dear part-time radio host and corrupter of all impressionable souls. <laughs> the subject line of this is Jesse has corrupted my four-year-old. My wife overheard our four-year-old daughter last week shouting from a room play during playtime, part of the journalist Jesse sound clip where the quote audience, I don't know why you put that in quote, shouts your name over and over. Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. This same girl also started to sing Frito Bandito's song during communion at our church this past Sunday. Thankfully, my wife put the kibosh on that real fast. She also loves your jokes. You've stolen the role as the funniest man in the household, and I think all hope is lost that I can earn it back. At least I can grow bald faster than you. <laughs> the communion thing is hilarious. That reminds me that... Uh, one of the elders of our church when I was a kid, he made my mother. She still has it. In fact, she sent me a picture of it. She's going to give it to me. She, he, he, he was one of those woodworking guys, one of those nerds like Chris. He made for her an oak paddle, one of those paddles you use for people's rear ends. And he gave it to picture this. Talk about a fire and brimstone church. He gave it to my mom to, quote, save me from the devil. Apparently, I was, I, look, this is news to me. Apparently, I was misbehaved as a child, and they said I had a, quote, problem with authority and things like that. But that's pretty dark, isn't it? Anyway, the paddle, yes, it was used on my butt, and it was used often. And yes, it still exists. No, I never used it on my boys. We spanked them when they were little. Not a ton whenever they needed it. But honestly, they just didn't need it that much. The threat was always there. And now that they're 12 and 14 and they're meatheads, there are so many better ways to hurt them when they screw up. Honestly, both of them would prefer a quick swat on the rear end with a switch or something like that or, or just my hand because I wouldn't use anything on them at this point, not at this age. But there are so many more satisfying ways to hurt them when they screw up. And those are the ways parents need to capitalize on. Do you know the joys as a parent when your children are, let's say, arguing with each other? And maybe you're in Houston in July and it's 95 degrees outside and it's roasting and you let them come in during the heat of the day that day. It is pretty hot. and But they start chirping at each other. Do you know how satisfying it is 
to have them each pour the biggest glass of water they can find, send them outside, and just lock the doors and say, I'll see you in an hour. If I see you one minute beforehand, you get an extra hour. Oh, are they hot and sweaty and so well-behaved when they get back. Anyway, (laughs) I'll see you tomorrow. That's all. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.